from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio, this is the Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. Hello, hey. everyone. Oh, I thought, I thought you were going to take a break there. Yeah, go ahead. You, no, that's, yeah. A, that's okay. You do it. Welcome to the Hammer Down Racing Report. I'm Ron Miller, sitting behind the board over there, Scott Hammer. We're coming to you from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio. And and Scott, Scott's just playing all... I left, I left my prep upstairs on the printer. I had to run up and get it. It's crazy. And, and you can still okay. run? But yeah. Uh, that, I got to get used to this. This is what I do during racing season after I run from the booth to the pits and back. Actually, what are you going to yeah. do if you ever win a race, Scott? Well, he actually ran faster that way than he did in the car. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, what is it? April 4th. This is the uh, April 4th edition of the Hammerdown Racing Report coming to you live from the Ron Miller Race Car Studios. I thought today was the 5th. Is it? Oh, my God, it is. It is the 5th. I have a 5 right there in my C. Scott! I'm a day off. We're one day closer to racing. It could be. I could have said April 6th, and then it would be like time traveling into yeah, the well, future. Yeah, well, we're one day closer to racing if Mother Nature gets yeah, on our mats. if we were living somewhere other than Ohio or Michigan. <laughs> on the show tonight, uh, Denny Morlock joins us in the studio. We're going to talk to him about the uh, Morlock Warrior Racing for 2018, what he's got going on. Also, on the way a little bit later, uh, the record report, another one of those gems. And yeah. uh, we're going to talk about some Natalie Decker. We mentioned her a little bit last week with yeah. Scott Schultz uh, from ARCA Toledo Flat Rock. And, and uh, it's confirmed she's the real deal? That's what we're going to talk about. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then uh, lots, of, uh, lots of other news to go over as well, even though there wasn't much racing this uh, past weekend. But uh, first, we got to pay some bills. Yeah. Ron Miller Race Cars. Yeah. You but, know what, Scott? What's that? We have been very, very busy, and I can only attribute that to the fact that every week on this show, we talk about Ron Miller race cars. If somebody is looking to increase their business, all they have to do is get a hold of you, and the rates are very, very reasonable. And uh, I'm sure that being on our show is going to increase your business, no matter what it is. Yeah. So, but Give it, Scott a call. And also give Ron a call if you have... Uh some racing needs as the season approaches, even though Mother Nature is not agreeing with most of us, but uh, it's coming. A couple of our guys went down to Atomic and got the show oh, yeah. in last weekend. Talk about that as uh, well. <laughs> Are you watching yourself over there? Yes, I there's, am. There's a little bit of delay, just so you know. Yes, I see that. Um, <laughs> Turn the volume down. It'll really confuse you. Ron Miller Race Cars, uh, give them a call, 734-856-7223. That's 856-RACE. And I was actually thinking, uh, too, of some other ideas for maybe sponsorship ideas. Uh, I came up with uh, presenting sponsorship uh, with their logo right underneath my logo there. You can't really see what I'm pointing at, but I know what I'm talking about. We could replace you with someone's we could. logo. Yeah, we, I could wear your shirt, you know. Wow. Whoa. I need a Ron Miller Race Car shirt. Speaking of which, what's your shirt size? Large. Large, all right. I'm going to get you a Hammer Down Racing Report uh, oh, yes. shirt or something, which yes. you can get. Uh, the link is on our Facebook page uh, about a week ago. You may have to search for that. I'll post it again after the show. Now, Ron, do you still call your cars what you used to call them? Or is it just Ron Miller Race Cars now? No, it's it's Proven Chassis. Okay, it's proven, proven, okay. proven Chassis. I didn't Ron want to say it if it wasn't By it, Ron so. Miller Race Cars. Okay. No, no. It's all good. No, a couple of years ago, several years ago, I decided that I was kind of tired of building chassis and sold part of the business off, and people wouldn't leave me alone, so now we're back. 
Yeah. Oh, no, I, I had a brain fart. I was saying, I was thinking of ideas uh, for sponsorship ideas. We could take the show on the road, possibly. I'd have to work out some of the technical details. Like, we'd have to have good internet wherever we were at. Yeah. And uh, maybe do the show from uh, some other location. The way we started out with in Studio B. Yeah, which we'll be going back to next week because... Uh, the Toledo Mud Hens have their home opener next week, and downtown's going to be a mess. And hey, go hands. The studio, studio A is going to be uh, are, rented out. Studio A is preempted. <laughs> yeah, so we'll be back to Studio B next week, and uh, we'll talk more about that. I have uh, guests lined up for the next few weeks, too. That's pretty exciting. I know. I actually did some work this week. It was crazy. <sighs> anyway, uh, let's talk about uh, what's, uh, what went on and what didn't go on and what's not going to go on this uh, coming weekend. First up, last week there was some racing in Ohio. Mm-hmm. Atomic ran. Steve Casebolt won the late model feature there. Cole Duncan won sprints. And uh, Taylor Cook, who we were just talking about, uh, won the mods. Taylor had... Uh, he is the real deal. Oh, he really is. Um, had a bit of an issue qualifying. Didn't qualify great. Made it through the heat and was very, very good in the feature. And it was like family reunion. Uh, his grandfather, Harold, was there. His dad, Jerry Cook, who's the car chief on the 14 uh, car in, in NASCAR. And uh, his brother was there. So it was like family reunion time for the Cooks. Uh, we should get uh, Jerry and Taylor on sometime. Yeah. Maybe I'm sure we can the... get Jerry on by phone. All right. We'll do that. We'll, we'll talk Taylor. about getting Taylor on maybe before the uh, Summer Nationals. Absolutely. Uh, middle of the summer. Absolutely. Uh, and, and Grandfather Harold, we can get him in here yeah. and we can, we can talk old times and <laughs> see what he's been up to for the last few years. Speaking well, of, probably some of the stories he could tell. Speaking, oh, buddy. speaking of old times, remember we, when we had Scott Schultz in here last week, he talked about doing the double O's, which yes. they used to do at uh, Mont, or Mont, Mont, Flo- Pe- Mont, Mont, Montpelier. No. The other, Mount Clemens. Mount Clemens. Mount yep. Clemens. I found Absolutely. an old video from like uh, 1984. It was like the banquet video. For, it was like Joy Fair and Chuck Rommel and all these Rommel. names. That's what I meant. <laughs> I remember seeing him. Yeah. With Stan Yee. <laughs> yep. But that was cool. Anyways, I that was radio for two, me and him. So, so you ought to <laughs> Three put, maybe. You ought to put that up on our, on I was, our page. I was thinking about that. I think I, I, think I will. I'll get that. Um, Atomic Speedway, speaking of that, uh, they were scheduled to have the All-Star Circuit of Champions tomorrow night. Ain't happening. That's been canceled. Uh, Attica. That's canceled. (laughs) Attica was supposed to be racing Friday and Saturday. (laughs) Saturday night, the All-Stars were going to be at uh, Attica. That's been canceled. That uh, All-Star show has been postponed or moved, I should say, to uh, Friday, April 20th. I think uh, this week's special show at Atomic is rescheduled for the 13th. From what I saw on the uh, All-Stars thing, they didn't have a rescheduled date for the All-Stars for all, for Atomic. All right. So we'll check on that. Was it an All-Star show this weekend? Friday at uh, Atomic and okay. uh, Attica yeah. on Saturday. Saturday. Okay. Yeah. Uh, where is it? Bearfield uh, has uh, canceled their opener. was supposed to be this weekend as well. They're now pushed back to the 14th. Um, Montpelier, Florence uh, Speedway. Guess what? They canceled this weekend. Yep. <laughs> so now their opener is also the fourteenth. Um, yeah, we. I think we mentioned Montpelier last week. They canceled their opener, pushed it back. Right. The Monster Mash. Or was that this past week? Maybe I just posted that on our page. Yeah. What, whatever way, the nobody's case, racing. Whatever the case, it's going to be yeah. cold. It's going to be wet. Yeah. Nobody's going racing at twenty-five degrees. Unless you're insane and it's New Year's Day. 
Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but some guys thrive on those kind of conditions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> some guy wins way too many races in those conditions. Uh, Mansfield Motor Speedway announced uh, they're going to have a practice date leading up to uh, their opener, which is the Sprint Car World Championship uh, that uh, is coming up the last weekend in April. The practice day is going to be the Thursday before that, April 26th. Now, for God forbid, if if you know the the weather doesn't cooperate, then are they having a a makeup date for that? I, I, I don't know. We'll see. I'm, I'm sure that's one of those things that'll be not even going to think about it until we have to. Kind Punk, of thing. Well, Punk's Tony Phil's back, just laughing his butt off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, holidays, did you hear what happened at I ninety six Speedway over the weekend? They had an Easter egg hunt. No, you didn't hear about this. Apparently. They had a uh, scheduled Easter egg hunt, and somebody snuck in the night before and hid a bunch of eggs, or scattered a bunch of eggs. I guess they weren't really hidden. And there was a little bit of a security issue because they were worried that uh, oh, you know, no. there could be things. Tainted eggs. Things that, no, well, they were just plastic eggs with prizes in it. Oh, but I okay. guess some of them were empty. There was a report that some kid said there was a needle in one of them, but uh, the police, I guess, couldn't find that. So that couldn't be verified, and they kind of dismissed it. A needle in a plastic egg. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Somebody, somebody was playing a prank, I guess, an April Fool's prank on uh, I-96 that turned out to not be very funny. Hmm. Anyway. Well, see, the, the way you do an Nobody April, was hurt, though. The so way you do an me. Easter April Fool's joke is you tell all the kids to go out and find the Easter eggs, and you, you just didn't put any out. <laughs> I, see, I thought of that, too. I thought that was a good one. Hartford Speedway had a, a big announcement up in Hartford, Michigan. You've raced there a few times, I have. You? Have you raced since they reconfigured it to 3.8s? Not. Really? So not. you raced the, when it was with, a big with, half with, mile. Yeah, it was, it was really five-eighths. Was it five-eighths? Yeah. They, I think they called it half for insurance reasons, but it was it was a yodeling joint. <laughs> well, did you hear the, their announcement for uh, their admission this year? No. They have announced just recently that they are going to do $15 pit passes. Oh, really? $15 pit passes for anybody. General admission is $13, mm-hmm. but if you want access to the whole grounds, it's just $2 more. Well, that's pretty cool. The mm-hmm. cars, uh, there's a $30 car entry fee for each car, you know, that comes into race. You'll need to pay that, but... Uh, uh, and yeah, then, but it, it saves if you got four or five yeah. crew guys. Yeah, you know? and that was their big thing. Right. It, it is a little bit higher for sprint car nights. It's 20 bucks for pit passes and $16 for general admission, but still, that's insanely good yeah so I don't know. people are a lot of tracks are trying they're, new things mm-hmm. and, they're they're getting creative yeah you know? and speaking of creative uh did you hear about berlin raceway no a lot of these michigan tracks are doing a lot of things berlin the uh, paved track they, right. they throw dirt down toward the end of the season right, do some dirt right. track race in the american ethanol series uh finishes up their season there they are doing i guess they started this last year where they did double features for i think it was the late models or whatever their premiere thing is right every night instead of heat they would do a feature you know intermission then another feature and most of that was because uh i guess they're a nascar sanctioned track and they get the points. nascar points mm-hmm. yes sure. exactly sure you know and being in michigan they can't run a full year like uh you know some of the warmer climate tracks so that kind of helped out their guys i guess they had a uh, a champion in one of their classes for for that uh as well last year but they're going to be doing that for their all three of their divisions i believe it was for most of the races. For most of the season? For most, I mean, oh, wow. the majority. I think only wow. like mid-season championships, season really? championship, and maybe opening night were the only three nights they're not doing it. But no, I, I they're not if, doing heat races. I wonder if NASCAR mandates that they are at least 20-lap features. 
I, I, that I don't know. But I, the, the reasoning behind it was also because it gives the fans a chance to see, you know, more cars on the track and, you know, more laps more often. As I know to buried the in the UMP races. rule book, there's something specified about double features mm-hmm. and they're permitted, but they have to be a specific length. Um, maybe one of our listeners that's really aware can, can let us know on that. Yeah, and feel free to join the conversation, 419-214-0925. You could be the second caller ever that uh, we weren't aware of that we're calling in ahead of time right? on the show. <laughs> if you're not watching on your phone like you are. Yeah, like yeah. I am. Yeah. Well, I'll I tell you, I, I'm looking forward this year down to Waynesfield with uh, Danny Kelly and those guys because the Modifieds, every week that we run there now, we get to time trial. Really? And uh, Yep. And, and I am looking so forward to that. When I ran stock cars... I've never I've never qualified in my life, so I mean this is something new that I'm really looking forward to. Yeah, I just did that for the very first time at Fremont at the Run What You Brung thing. Mm-hmm. You know, with, I did very poorly too. <laughs> <laughs> Back before, I really disliked qualifying because it took a whole lot out of the racetrack. So mm-hmm. years ago, I was a strong proponent of of pill draw, and and it's still okay. I sure. Mean, sometimes you get the bear, sometimes the bear gets you, but. Now, with everyone having transponders, uh, I think maybe it's time to go back to qualifying, mm-hmm. but group qualifying. You that, go out that, in, that's what this is, this right. is group qualifying. Go out in a group of five or six cars. Right. It takes the place of hot laps, yeah. and, uh, and you qualify. Mm-hmm. Down, but, at, down at Atomic last weekend, that's the way they did it. Uh, did one, you go down there with Steve? No, or? I didn't. Uh, Steve went down, Chuck Hummer went down, and brand-new dirt racer Jimmy Ward went down. He was on our show. That was his first uh, ever dirt First dirt ever on dirt, and his first laps were qualifying. <laughs> because it was group qualifying. I think, they, I think down there they did three or four cars at a time. Uh, you go out and that's it, baby. Welcome that, to dirt yeah, track that, racing. That sets the tone for your whole night. Do you right? remember how he uh, how he finished in the feature? Tenth. Tenth. It's not bad. That's not bad. No, Top no. Ten finish. In uh, he came round. home with exactly the same amount of money that he left with. Had a great time. You know, he's I, got all the all the uh, quarter panels on the car. Nope, car's still nice and straight. Okay, then he did good. Proud of proud of him. <laughs> if you could drive it up on the trailer, you had a good night. That's what I've always been. Told. Right. I've had some of those not very good. Anyways, what do you what do you think of this idea? Instead of having uh, heat races, throwing the rule book out if the rules didn't exist, doing double features for all the divisions instead of heat races and then features. That'd be cool if if you're at a track where you get fifteen or twenty cars. If you've got thirty cars, how do you determine? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. I didn't think of that. B features, Concies. Start out with Concies. Of course, who do you, then who do you determine gets, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. You kind of got to have a way to whittle it down to get them in there, unless you start 30 cars. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think a lot of the promoter's pocketbooks would do that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Shorty Shorty here asked, uh, told me to ask you, Ron, about the limp you developed at Hartford and uh, you had to walk with a baseball bat? Yeah, I, I had hurt my knee and I was walking around with a ball bat for a, for a cane. Shorty was with me there just in case I fell down. Okay. Kind of, kind of moral support. How's that story, Shorty? You like that one? <laughs> Jim, Jimmy's on here. He says he was the first car out. Two laps of qualifying was it. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and uh, one last thing here before we get to uh, Denny. We have the uh, weekly Millstream Speedway update. 
That's about it. Yep, that's it. That's right off the and, top. And we've yeah. still, still got that open invitation to all the uh, to promoters. Greg, Greg uh, the Greg Helms. Rowe, the Helms group, yep, absolutely. If they want to come on and discuss it, we'd, we would more than happy be happy to be mediators. Promote what could, they got going on. See, see if mm-hmm. we could put something mm-hmm. back together, yeah. make Millstream happen. Be nice. Uh, you know, that's, a man that's, can that's, dream. That's right in your backyard. Yeah. And what, uh, how does uh, well, what, what, what's your opinion on, on how, how, does, how do you feel about what's been going on with Millstream? Uh, you know, it, it upsets me because it was my home track for so many years. And Rick Ferkel probably said it best. That is a sleeping gold mine sitting there. But it has to have the right or the right fit. The right of, people to mine it. The right fit <laughs> of promoter, owner, and, you know, it has to gel as one or it's not going to happen. Well, we've seen over the last four or five years that a, a couple of shows have been absolute sellout home runs. Oh, for sure. The, um, fir- the first reopening when Dean Miracle reopened right. it in 2008. 2008, That yeah. was it. That was It was insane. I'd never seen that many people there, and I'd been there all my life. It, it, that just shows that the facility has the potential yes. of, of really making it. I love the track. I love it. You know, it's so wide down the straightaways and long straightaways, and it's it's just a fun track to race at. I you can run the bottom. You can run the cushion yes. on the top. Yeah. In fact, Larry Bowes one time come down and handed me some uh, paint thinner. And I said, "What's this for?" He says, "He says I want you to get your blue paint off my back walls <laughs> because I ran so high I was scraping it." <laughs> so, so how did you get your uh, start in racing? Well, uh, talking to Denny Morlock, for, for those of you who don't know, Denny Morlock, uh, Morlock Warrior Racing. You've been around down the Finley area for years. Oh, yeah. Well, actually, I started wrenching on a sprint car of my uncle's when I was about seven years old. And, you know, he ended up having a bad wreck and he had some drivers drive for him. And, that, and that, that's how I got introduced to it. I got away from it. I went into the service. And when I came back out of the service, I happened to see a car sitting behind a barn and you know this man very well, God rest his soul, Daryl Duncan. Oh, yeah. Dink. And he had it sitting there. He says, I'll let you have it for $300. So I took it. I took a, three, a stock 305 out of my brother's pickup truck, put it down in there, and finished fourth in the points of Millstream Speedway my first year. That's pretty cool. And that's all it took. And what, I, yeah, I've been hooked my whole life. What I year just, was that? 1990. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you were there only about five years before I started yep, down there. Yep. Yeah. Not racing. Just that was the first it. year that they, they started out with the bomber class there. In okay. fact, uh, Roger Underfirth won the points. Barney Craig was second. Randy Heron was third. And I was fourth. And those are some pretty good racers. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> I could have won that points championship that year if Roger Underfirth wouldn't have bought Marvin Seifert's car before I did. I see. <laughs> so when's the, when's the last time you raced? Oh, it would have been... 2012 at Toledo Speedway. Really? Mm-hmm. What'd yep. you do after uh, after Millstream? Well, it was Flag City back in the the late mm-hmm. 90s. Where where'd you go after uh, that? Ah, uh, well, I can't even remember what we did do. <laughs> I, 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 oh, I got I got put a modified together, and we went we ran some stuff at Lima Land, and then I went to a four cylinder truck and got introduced to Waynesfield Motorsports Park, which I totally love. And I actually got to rub fenders with Danny Kelly when he was a driver. So, I mean, it, yep. I've been in and out a little bit of everything. Okay. 
And Toledo Speedway, you said, was the last uh, last year race. What were you mm-hmm. racing there, factory stock? Uh, sportsman. Sportsman, really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Your own car? Yeah. Yep. The whole season? No, 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 no. <laughs> I couldn't afford that the whole season. I had a... Uh, a radio station here in town, not this, you know, but uh, they, they sponsored me, and we were doing stuff with Shaken Baby Syndrome and Shaken Baby Syndrome of Ohio, which is one of my charity of, uh, that I, my wife and I had before she passed away. So, And then I got hooked up with Larry Reese and Dwight Allen last year and was working with them with the Wounded Warrior Project Cruise Nights out at Denny's. and In Finley. In Finley. And they hey, talked me into this year being the operating director and taking it over. So that's what I'm doing now, and plus running it on my own car. I was very fortunate. A guy that lives in North Baltimore, his name is Stacy Gazarek. I'm sure a lot mm-hmm. of guys know him, 52G. Yeah. He, uh, right after my wife passed away, and I was sitting, I was trying to put a mini sprint team together is what I wanted to do, but I just couldn't get the backing and just couldn't get going. And he came over to me in October, and he said, you know what, I got two modifieds. I want you to come race one for me. And... That's where we're at now. And that's what you had uh, sitting down at the uh, Bowling Green Mall car yes. show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What was that, about a month ago now? Almost a month yeah. ago. Yeah. Yeah. What, 19th of, or early March? Yeah. 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 12th, yes. 12th, 13th, 14th, I think. Yeah. Something like that. So yeah. Almost yeah. a month. Yeah. 9th through the yeah. 11th, I think it was. Something yeah. like that. So uh, so what are your plans then for uh, 2018? Where are you going to be racing? Uh, we are planning on running at Lima Land and at Waynesfield. And we're not... We've full Stace, seasons. Well, yeah, Stacy okay. and I have both talked about it, and uh, he wants me to run for points at Lima, but I'm just not. You know, that's why I know Stacy. He was parked right next to you at the thing, and he right, showed me his right. little real small opening of getting in and out of his car. Yes, yeah, uh, we measured it, and it's exactly 12 inches, which is the minimum for UMP. That's scary. And mine's like 20 inches. Yeah, <laughs> got a fat belly to get through there. So, but uh, yeah, he. Um, but Friday nights is rough for me because I don't get out of work till 3:30. And to get to Lima and be ready to go, it, 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 it'd be rough, but we're going we're to try it. Has Lima Land introduced all of the Eldora rules for the mods? I don't believe so. Okay. I, I know, I think that UNOH, I think, are they still a NASCAR Wheeling Series track? I believe. Okay, so yeah. So no, I, I doubt if they, that they've done that. I know for a long time, Eldora and Lima were on the same page, mm-hmm. and Eldora has... Yeah, they've stepped up their safety program. I mean, you know, the onboard fire suppression system for all and, classes. Yes, and and I look even, for, even their streets. I look for UMP to do the same for the modifieds next year with the onboard suppression system, the right. uh, door bar uh, plating, the intrusion, intrusion plate, plate yeah. right, and uh, what was all oh, the Hans device, which you should have anyways. If you're, I don't care if you're racing go karts anymore, with the speeds in that that's up now, you need to have a neck neck support system of some kind. I got a little collar thing. Does that count? Sure. Okay. Tell you what, look at the. I'm not endorsing this product by any <laughs> means, but look into ZTech. They, I, I sell a lot they, of those. I, I have one. Ram Miller Race Cars, give them a call, 734 856 7223 for your, all your safety equipment. There you needs. go. That's yep. it, <laughs> including ZTech. Because the nice thing about the ZTech system is everything is adjustable on it. And right. I mean, it, it, one size fits all. It is the most comfortable next support system you'll be able to use and they've got a new one that's a little bit lighter and uh not much more mm-hmm. uh, cost wise yeah there's I, when it comes to that there should be the cost shouldn't even be a, a you know anything to even think about you're, you're talking your safety that and a full containment seat 
All right. So uh, how close are you to uh, getting your car ready to go? I know we were talking before. Well, as it's pretty. It is pretty. As but, soon as, but I think right now it's foot-powered, I believe. Yeah, as soon as my engine builder drops the engine off, we have about two hours of work, and it's ready to go, other than scaling it. Okay. So you're just about there. Any other yeah. tracks you're going to hit uh, this year? Oh, we're going to we're going to do Oakshade. We're definitely going to do the the what three races that they've had planning on out there. And uh, once Lima folds up early, because you know they go with the whole with the high school football yeah. thing, so it's usually early August they're done. And then we're going to do some Peel your stuff. Oh yeah. Yep. What about uh, doesn't Butler run mods too? Yes. Mm-hmm. And we, Stacy and I, have talked about Butler because that's one of the tracks I haven't I run. Think, I think I uh, just read something the other day that they are uh, they redoing the banking mm-hmm. on uh, on that track, and, and I guess they're up their their backs are kind of up against the wall because they're trying to get done for their uh, season open where they're right. taking off. I think they said it was 30, 30 degrees of banking, and they're bringing it down like five degrees or right. something. Right. I and could I, don't quote ho- me on that. Ho- hoping, like hoping that. to de-rock the place a little bit. Yeah. And I I might even take it and go out to there's a there's a track I went to and did the Kenny Wallace uh, racing experience experience in a sprint car at uh, Plymouth, Indiana. Sure. What a great track! I had so much fun there. And if you've never done that, do it. Was that your uh, only time in a sprint car? Have you driven yes. sprints before? Uh, just just to fire motors. I've never actually driven one on the track. It was. It, I don't know why I ever. I know why I didn't. I messed around with stocks and mods is because I didn't have this kind of money to. But oh, it's so enjoyable. What's the biggest difference between that and uh, your mod or a stock car? The 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 response of the steering. Yep. I mean, you don't have to do much with it, and <laughs> and the, the horsepower. And and they were they were you know powered down from what a four ten is. I think they they, they had a, some kind of crate motor in it, but it was fun. They let you uh, open it up. Yep. Someday you ought to. You ought to hop in a run what you brung late model. Those are pretty cool too. That that would be. He's fun. got one. That's what I hear. That's yeah. what I, hear. I heard. The, I heard. I think it's for sale it. too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's kind of green, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it, it could be whatever color it you wanted. <laughs> he Ron Miller Race Cars has the ability to make it whatever color you want. Well, it would have to be camouflage. You know, I, I'm a true blue camouflage guy. Well, well you know, we a couple of paint brushes and a little brown and a little black <laughs> that green background would be just fine you know and it's funny you know we talk about my first stock car and you know when i got from dink and it we, we did it in blue ford blue implement paint from <laughs> tsc store sure and paint markers for our numbers and sponsors why wouldn't that surprise me with dink being involved <laughs> it's come a long way now with the, the you know the wraps and stuff they just make beautiful race cars so what's uh, what's your most fondest memory you've had? And, you know, you've raced in all kinds of different things <laughs> and different tracks. Uh, I mean, the sprint car thing was probably one of them. That and uh, I did the NASCAR experience at Charlotte Motor Speedway at 161 mile an hour. And that was quite an experience. <laughs> When so, they, so you like the expensive and fast sure. things. Yeah, they, they say I guess what, we all do. But, but they say at Charlotte, you're driving by the seat of your pants. That is not an expression. That is for, that's true, very true. All right. Well, what was what's what's your uh, your most fondest memory as far as uh, being in competition? Um, just running against the guys in Millstream. I mean, you know, I I won a B main one night, and it was the first time I'd ever actually won. Took the checkers, and it, it was kind of solace because I was coming off turn four, and I was lapping Mike Brown. 
which it was the first, it was, was Daryl's boy, first time he'd ever been in a car, he was 16, and he got squirrely in front of me as I was going for the checkers, and I flipped him upside down because I wasn't <laughs> oh, about to get off the gas. <laughs> that would be a hard one to, read, hard one to forget. Yeah. And it was on tape because uh, Ronnie Kepling come down, God rest his soul, what a great guy Ronnie was, and uh, really read me the riot act. He said, you never got off the gas, and I had to actually take the tape over the next day and show him that, yes, I tried to avoid hitting <laughs> but yeah that a lot of just a lot of fun memories you know having my kids out there to to see me and i when i raced my late or my modified at lima my grandson got to come out and watch me and that was neat yeah did you win for him no i did not no. Mm-hmm. we were very underfunded <laughs> but uh it was fun it was neat you know, well, that's what it's all about and it, you know he'll remember that the rest of his life and he's raced himself Already at four and a half, he was racing go karts so, really? up, up in New York. In New York, purple restrictor plate. Ooh, and the kid can drive. <laughs> but like all kids, they uh, he got a bit of an attitude, didn't want to listen, and it got sold in a hurry. If you want to join the conversation, <laughs> we're talking to Denny Morlock. Uh, you can uh, leave us a comment on our Facebook Live or uh, give us a call if four one nine two one four zero nine two five. That's the number. If you're uh, listening live, if you're watching this after it's been pre-recorded, you can call, but nobody's going to answer. My daughter just sent me one, and she's like, "How about the time when mom had to disqualify you?" Oh no! My, yeah, my wife was working in the scoring tower. I and, used to work with her, didn't I? Yes. Yeah. And I finished second in my heat. And was, I was so excited that the car was running that great. When we pulled off to the track, instead of going to the scales, I turned the other way to start to go to my trailer, then realized what I had done, hurried up and turned it around. And uh, Betty McCall said, you make the call. And he said, hey, he turned the wrong way. He's disqualified. So she was <laughs> she she was hiding from me because I thought she thought I was going to be mad because she disqualified me, and I was hiding from her because God knows I was going to catch it. <laughs> <laughs> I had forgotten all about that one. Yeah. So tell us. Yeah, a- if I yeah I'd forget about it too. <laughs> Pretty darn convenient, Danny. <laughs> hey, you know emotions get the best of you when you're racing. I can tell you that yeah. right now. Uh, have you uh, had any? Uh, or no, actually, I wanted to ask you uh, more about the the wounded warrior deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us uh, a little bit more about that. Well, what you're doing with yeah, that? Yeah, we have a couple of things coming up. Actually, uh, the 14th of April at the North Baltimore Legion Hall, we're having our wounded warrior kickoff racing kickoff party, and it will be from six o'clock until midnight, and we will be having a pig roast. And we will have be, have Brent Lowry and the Drifters are going to be playing from 8.30 to 10.30. Sponsor on your car. And their sponsor. Yep. And uh, $10 gets get you in the door. And that's for that's for your dinner and the, and the entertainment. And, of course, you know, we'll have a lot of really great raffles and 50-50. And we're going to have a good time. Oh, and, 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 and for 10 bucks, you can't be. Oh, and no. And it's all going to benefit the Wounded Warrior Project. And then uh, Brent and I were talking about doing some more stuff. So, uh the 22nd of June, we are going to be putting on our first Wounded Warrior Country Concert out at the Trucking Bozo Bar and Grill out in Mill... In, uh, oh, what is it? I can't I can't help you there. <laughs> you, you got me. That little town out by uh, Northwood High School. Uh, Northwood? Just past that. Oh, uh, Millberry. Millberry. Yep. But uh, we're going to be doing that out there. Uh 
and it's going to be a five dollar donation at the door to get into that and all the money is going to wounded warriors and brett and the guys are going to play and that's going to be we're going to we're going to ramp that up we got a lot more coming up with that we just haven't got all the details yet and you're trying to bring more awareness to the uh, wounded warrior with oh the most, most definitely on your car. yeah uh, the, you know will this be a fundraising event too? yes yes those both will be fundraising events and Great. we're going to do a lot more over the course and in the same way with the cruise nights at denny's and finley we're having it every thursday night from 4 30 until seven o'clock and this is the eighth season that they've that denny's in the, and they have done it and they've already raised over twelve thousand dollars over that eight years not bad yeah and so you know we're playing on that it'll be every thursday and we're going to get that so we're going to we're going to be raising a lot of money for them. when do those car shows start uh they will start on may 24th and that is our race car and cruise night so a lot of the guys right. a lot of the local guys will be out there for that and if you have a car please bring it out you know the 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 more cars we can put in that parking lot the happier denny's always is <laughs> <laughs> do you get free food no 20 no. percent off oh okay if you have a car there you you get 20 percent off of your of a meal how if do you they win. know can't you just go in and say hey did you see that no, car we, with the we give them a ticket oh okay yeah we give them a ticket <laughs> so if i brought two cars i could get 40 percent. there you off? go <laughs> we'll talk after the show <laughs> but yeah the, the the whole thing is not you know our soldiers are so incredible and they they're getting lost in the shuffle. You know, they're writing a blank check to our freedom and to the United States putting their lives on hold and putting their families lives on hold. You know, and it's not just getting wounded in combat. You're talking PTSD. It's you know coming back and getting reevaluated into society you know, finding a job, and, you know, there, there's so much more to it than just, oh, you, you got wounded in battle. No, that's that's not what all what Wounded Warriors does. And we, we need to take care of our own. Absolutely. Very good. Cool. Yep. Well, on a lighter note, <laughs> switching gears just a bit, uh, you get any big fights that you've gotten into after the races, during the races? Mm, well, really one, and that was that was with, with, with Ronnie Kepling, so... <laughs> You know, we just didn't see eye to eye on a few things, yeah. and there's there's a few of the guys that really didn't like me much because I like to voice my opinion, which to this day I still do. But uh, yeah, I, I'm not going to bring up any names. No. There's a few guys, yeah, that uh, we didn't we didn't get along very well, but we're still we were still a big family. Absolutely, I'll tell you, Ronnie Jenkins for one. You know, Ronnie and I were fierce competitors, and you know we were running against. And one time I I broke a rotor. And I didn't have one with me. And, you know, Ronnie and I, he walked down. He says, here. And I said, what's that? He says, here's a rotor. Make sure I get it back. He says, see next week. <laughs> you know, that, but that's what guys yeah. do. They help each other out. We're, you have your family and you have your racing family. Absolutely. And uh, the Ron Jenkins Memorial they've been having down there. I hope they I hope they find a track to have that at. Because 2015, it, 2016, mm-hmm. only, only years they had that because they didn't right. run last year. Right. Hoping they were going to bring it back this year. I, I know there was talk about there it. There was talk then. about it, but I don't. Maybe think... we could still make it happen. Maybe we could talk to Greg and you know maybe have a one-off show. Oh, that could be. I'm looking at Ron like he's got control of that. Uh-huh. Don't do this. <laughs> yeah. Ron is just, yeah. Ron is just our lifeline. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> maybe you could just mention it to him in passing or something. Hey, yeah. maybe well, we talked about this idea in the show. Mm-hmm. Well, I talked to Mary Beth a little bit about having maybe Mary having, Beth Rowe? A, having a country concert out there, and oh. she said, "Well, she had to talk to Greg." And but we, there'd be no track prep involved. No, but but the the problem is is the liquor license and the security and all that. It, it really would have run into probably more than what we wanted to get into. 
So that's why we decided yeah. to have it at Truck and Bozos. And they're one of my sponsors. So Yeah. <laughs> sponsors are good. Sponsor. I you know, out of the fifteen years I raced, I pulled teeth to try and get any kind of sponsors. I remember seeing your uh your you were going crazy on social media trying to Oh hey, yeah. Yeah and, and, I think I got a deal. All that fell through. I think yeah. I got a deal. All that fell through. Most of that stuff was the mini sprint stuff, but you know, I've got more oh, that's right, yeah. I've got more sponsors on my car this year with the Wounded Warrior Project than that than I just overwhelmed I and mean, there's not enough space <laughs> well you can send a couple of them scott's way well no because then see that is not the ocho yeah well and i feel like i'm obligated if i have sponsors i mean it's bad enough i got your name on there but that's kind of like a you scratch my back i scratch your back kind of thing so it works out okay i don't feel like i owe you anything as far if i decide all right i'm not going to race the rest of the season or something and you're not gonna sure be, you do you're not going to be I'd disappointed be, i would be horribly disappointed no. okay uh anyways let's uh move on to some uh, other uh, news here tony stewart has uh reached a settlement with the family of kevin ward jr uh, it's pending mm-hmm. Judge uh, David Hurd's approval, though, in that wrongful death lawsuit, which has been going on since 2015. Too long. Yeah. So uh, I guess we'll find out on April 12th is when the uh, settlement hearing is, uh, where the judge will put everything on the record and say, I'll okay, bet or a ga- no. I'll bet there's a gag order on it. Maybe, well, yeah, I don't know. There, I don't didn't see any details. There probably won't be, and uh, I get this is ahead of uh, the uh, that. Uh, the wrongful death lawsuit, which I guess was supposed to start in uh, a few weeks, about mm-hmm. five weeks, I think. Would you so. like my non non yeah, opinion? I believe the judge should go and tell the Ward family, okay, we've reached a settlement. I don't believe that's a fair settlement. What your settlement's going to be is $1. Why should you benefit from your child's death when he was in the wrong? Okay. It doesn't sound like you have an opinion one way or the other on that at all. <laughs> you know, you're, agreed. But you're you're told you're told in every driver's meeting you do not get out of your car until well, now the it's safe, a penalty. Now yeah, you get kicked out, you know, or, unless it's on fire, you do not get out of your car. So yeah. right then and there, you know, come on. Um, yeah, the the fact that he was reportedly higher than a kite right. has nothing to do with it. Right. Oh, yeah, I'd forgotten about that. Yeah. You know, and the thing was, you know, they said, well, and it wasn't something he might have done the night before because he said that the levels that he had in his system were, he had it that day, you know, yes. at the track. So, you know, it is what it and is. And mom and dad knew it. Of course. And, you know, the bad thing about this whole, you know, thing is, this isn't about Kevin Ward's death anymore. This is a, about being money hungry. It has nothing to do, you know, that's not going to bring your child back, you know, but the, but they see the dollar signs and they, you know, that. A sick, you know, to and me, Tony's got dollars, so. Uh, well, yeah. Easy target to go after. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and it's a shame because, you know, it's not fair to Tony. For once in his life, he didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, uh, the uh, 2019 Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series schedule has been released, and there's no changes as far as the order or the tracks. I mean, uh, other than some of the dates, you know. Easter's on a different. Now, if they could just throw their so, programs back about so apparently ten they, or twelve years, they're not really um, looking at uh, you know eh, things are fine. <laughs> we'll just keep the same schedule, and yeah, we'll just keep the snowblowers in Martinsville yeah. and <laughs> <laughs> or Eldora that was covered in snow. I saw this past that. That was a cool there. picture. Yeah. So yeah, I don't. What are your thoughts on uh, you know? Do you yeah, think no. they should have changed, mixed up the schedule a little bit? I mean, I understand most of the tracks are owned by the 
what the it, International Speedway Corp, mm-hmm. and you know it's all about the money there, whereas opposed to, you know, I think fans seem to like the short tracks a little bit more. Yeah, uh, that's where, the only place where they're filling the grandstands. Right. Now, what do both you guys think about the the Roval? The ro- the at Charlotte. Yes. Well, we've yet to see a race on there. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I'm, it, I'm taking a wait and see. You know, approach and, and, to it. and the thing is, it's in, it's something different. It's in the chase, though. It, you know, and the guys haven't raced on it. It ought to be very they, interesting. I think they just changed the configuration again a little bit because they're doing testing on that. What, right. In the there, last fall or a couple months ago, it wasn't that long yeah. ago. But uh, there was something they took out, like the last corner or something. I got a chance to, to see it from a, from up on a distance when I went down to the uh, the World Finals in November and got to see it a little bit. So it's it's interesting. Yeah, interesting. That is a good uh, good way to <laughs> qualify that. I think. Uh, yeah, no, I, I'll probably watch it just because it's something different. They're but, they're uh, trying to get creative and and keep it at the same track. And as we were talking with Scott Schultz last week. It's not the it's not the schedule that's keeping people away. It's not the competition. It's the manipulation of everything, mm-hmm. and it's it's the lack of exciting racing. It really is. Well, I I heard the best quote I've seen, and that was NASCAR needs dirt track racing, and they, it's true. Okay. Yeah, you got to you, you know, look how much how popular it was when uh, Larson came down for those races, you know, and for the Knoxville Nationals and that, and they let him go. You know, they said uh, he said he made more money at his souvenir trailer yeah, right. in what, just during that week than he did the whole year for his NASCAR stuff. He's got to share all yeah. that with well, all everybody, his team. And oh yeah, they said they said NASCAR. He, he only gets like eight yeah. percent of you know time everybody else gets paid, and he gets what like a hundred percent of his uh, dirt stuff. Oh, I'm sure he does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of um, NASCAR, the Pure Michigan 400 will no longer be called the Pure Michigan 400 in 2019. They're going to end. No, their it's going to be the slightly sp- tainted Michigan 400. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Pure Michigan—they've uh, sponsored that race since 2011 up at MIS and have spent nearly five million dollars in advertising for the NASCAR race over the years. Ooh. So this will be the last year they're doing. They're going to take their advertising. Wonder in another if that direction. has brought a lot of tourists to Michigan. And Tim Allen's going to be somewhere else, I guess. I can make so. a great Flint joke, but I won't. Ouch! <laughs> Tainted Michigan. Uh, Billy Moyer Jr. If, if you're looking for a job, anybody looking for a job? Uh, they're seeking a full-time crew member. Teams based out of Batesville, Arkansas. Basic uh, warm weather. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yep. Yeah, and uh, you get to go dirt late model racing. Uh, email MoyerRaceWear at gmail.com if you're interested. I guess C.J. Rayburn posted that job. Really? Yeah. Just saw that today. I thought I thought about it. I was like, I was looking for how much it pays, and it says pays based on your uh, qualifications. Radio, your racing, radio. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to stay with radio. Well, it's warmer down there. Uh, we got one on here that says, uh, why not put Mrs. Miller on the mic and ask her what it's like to be a, a race car driver's wife? Yeah, well. <laughs> We've thought about doing that as a topic. No, we will. We will. We'll, we'll, we're we'll we're going to get a couple of racers' wives in. and um, <laughs> Kathy's probably got a few stories, too. <laughs> oh, buddy. It could be fun. Now that she's retired, she's got some more time to think of things, right? Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> Lucas Oil uh, Late Model Dirt Series has uh, some new rules for 2018. Uh, it includes a new deck height rule, uh, other... Uh, 
newer updated rules include the driver's side intrusion plate, which we were talking about mm-hmm. earlier, mm-hmm. Um, and also the, uh, the, the, the drivers who fail to arrive at the racetrack before the driver's meeting will be ineligible for a provisional, although drivers will be allowed one one unexcused tardiness. The Scott Bloomquist rule. Right there. You got the Scott Bloomquist rule. That happened last year, <laughs> yes, I believe. Yes, it did. So what do you think of that? Do you think that's a good rule? NASCAR. There's more and more layers coming to dirt late model racing. Um, I was just going over the rule book the other day. You're not talking the Scott, Scott Bloomquist rule. You're just talking about rules in general. Rules in general. Mm-hmm. Okay. They they just, every year they add more and more and more. And I, I hope it doesn't bite them the way it's biting NASCAR. So yeah. you're not approving of the, all the rules? No. Okay. Well, for one, th- dirt late model racing is where it is today because of innovation. Mm-hmm. And they're doing everything they can to stifle innovation. Before this year is over, you're going to see droop chains on the left rear, which is going to limit the amount that the left rears can come up in the air. Um, it's going to flatten the cars out. And Will that improve th- racing at all? or Really, it's, it's probably more a safety thing, Scott, okay. because the cars are running rolled way over on the right side right now. And all it takes is just for a, a right side tire to catch a rut mm-hmm. and the car goes tumbling. Uh, so it is definitely a safety thing. But some of the cars are winding up. We've, we've got a, a 39-inch deck height, which was announced in... Uh, the rules that you're talking about. But is that the same as the UMP rules that yep, Lucas Oil yep, is using? Yep. Okay. Uh, uh, Lucas Oil also announced the 39-inch deck height. But once the cars get moving just a little bit with the shock package, that 39-inch deck goes to 47 or 48 inches, and then you've got a, an 8-inch blade on top of that. So you're nearly 5 feet at the top of the spoiler, Um just because of Physics? what they're doing, what they're doing with the shocks. Yeah, they. I don't know. <laughs> All right, but they keep mm-hmm. trying to rein them in. Are there any new rules that have been uh, introduced recently that you do think are good for the sport? I think some of the safety rules are good. Uh, some of them are overkill. Fire su- suppression. Yeah, is that overkill. <laughs> uh, I believe. Okay. Well, um, where do you stand, Ron, on, on on the tire rule, the UMP tire rule for the modifieds, where we can only run two different tires, two different sizes, and two different compounds? Right. We're only on two compounds. Of the uh, we got to run the the M30s right. all the way around, or we can change to the M60 on the right rear. On the right, and that's well, all we can and, do. But but see, dirt late models are not much different than that. They're on an LM20 around uh, with a right rear option based on the racetrack. Uh, some tracks will allow uh, an LM30 on the, on the right rear, and some will allow a, an LM40. Mm. But really, it's a very similar rule. But do you, do you think it's cost-effective for the teams? Probably not. Yeah. Um, you know, if, you, if they went with an open tire rule, competition would be there. Maybe prices would come down, mm-hmm. and you would certainly have the option of going with whatever you felt was best. I know when uh, when we were running the asphalt car, we had to run a Toledo Speedway tire. It had to be a Hoosier Sportsman tire, and it had to have their stamp in it. Right. Then the next night, if we went to Sandusky, we had to have a Hoosier Comanche 
We couldn't run the Toledo tire. Right. Then if we went to we if we went to Wayne, I think it was Wayne County, we had to run a Goodyear Eagle. So now your team is having to buy three different sets of manufactured tires to be able to run three different nights with the same car. So mm-hmm. Tracks with need the, to get together on the rules. Exactly, a bit there, exactly, or be more open with it. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, uh, <laughs> changing oh, yeah. gears just a little bit. Uh, we, I heard you have to do that. I do. <laughs> I do. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he found he found a little bit of metal material. It's never good. This is something I've learned in my short racing career so far. Whenever you um, take a drain plug out mm-hmm. and metal comes out, it's never good. No, no, it's not. This is what I've learned. <laughs> uh, Decker mania. We kind of touched on that last week, uh, talking about uh, Natalie Decker. She's the real deal. Uh, the next Danica Patrick, hopefully better than Danica Patrick, setting maybe setting her. Uh, Sights a little bit higher. Nothing to say. Mm-mm. All right, <laughs> but uh, she's been making a, a lot of uh, a press recently. She's been she's got a new YouTube channel. She's uh, been posting a lot of uh, Instagram photos, like a twenty year old female would. And uh, yeah, she's uh, she's gonna see if she can be if she is the real deal. I guess. Uh, this weekend at Nashville. Now is she is she running with Venturini Motorsports? Yes. Okay. Venturini. That's why I thought she was. Yeah. So you yep, finished. That was what uh, Scott Schultz informed us of last week. That she's with a, a really talented team. Oh yeah. I, I've been down to their shop. Right. And it is just a super small shop. It's not very big. And to be running that many cars out of there is incredible. Well, she finished fifth at uh, Daytona. Uh, the Lucas Oil 200 back in uh, February. That was the last race, and uh, she's got a lot of expectations going into the Music City 200 at Nashville. That's on Saturday night, ARCA race. Big difference and between Daytona and Nashville. <laughs> How big is Nashville? Five-eighths. Mm-hmm. Is it? Oh, mm-hmm. they're running on the little track there. Didn't they have a big track? I thought they built a big NASCAR track down there. Mm-mm. That Kentucky Speedway. Is that but, what I'm thinking Yeah, of? you're thinking Kentucky. It could be. I yeah. Guess yeah. No, saying. Tennessee doesn't yet, other than you know, Bristol, of course. But I know uh, Scott Schultz was uh, thinking that she's going to bring a lot more people, fans probably, or spectators to uh, see her race at uh, Toledo for the Glass City 200. That's uh, the Menards 200. No, the Menards 200. Menards 200. Yeah. The Glass City 200 is that September. Yeah. yeah. Menards 200 in uh, May. That's the ARCA race. Uh and he's he keeping his fingers crossed that she doesn't get plucked up to a, a different series to the tr- NASCAR or yeah. trucks or Xfinity series. I tell you, I, I love seeing women in the sport, and you're seeing more and more of it, and there's a lot of very talented women drivers out there. And I like the way Scott uh, classified her is she's very marketable. Yes. That, and that, politically you know, correct. Well, okay. But, and Danica was. You <laughs> yes, know, she was very marketable, set, too. She had know. an attitude, though. She, she kind of had you know, yeah, a little bit of that yeah. attitude. I don't know that much about Natalie yet, I mean, mm-hmm. but uh, I guess we'll see. We've got a few local women racers oh, that, yeah. are, that are very competitive. Yeah, we had uh, a couple of them in the studio Absolutely. in the past uh, couple months, uh, winners of the uh, Rusty Schlenk uh, Future of the Sport Award. Right. Mm-hmm. Haley, uh, or, uh, yeah, Haley Dippman and uh, Brianna. Yep. So, well, yeah. you know, in another story, you know, women in a father son, mm-hmm. or, yeah, father son, father daughter duo too was when Kelsey Ivy and John went down right. to the Chili Bowl, first time ever that a father daughter duo ran at the Chili Bowl. Right. So you know, you got women making history out there, and it, and it's awesome. All right, um, we have some uh, opening dates. There's a lot more of them now because they, it's kind of like a plow has been pushing them all back. 
So they're kind of all stacking up on top of each other now, uh, at least racing around Northwest Ohio. The season opener for Attica Raceway Park coming up now on Friday. And a lot of these are Friday the 13th, which is cool. Uh, Friday the 13th, uh, Whiteford-Kenworth night featuring 410 sprints, late models, and 305s. Um, I don't know why I kept that in there. Rain date of March 31st. We're going to go back in time. Uh, Fremont Speedway, <laughs> their opener is on the, the 14th uh, Saturday. These are pretty much uh, a week from uh, this weekend. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's community and night. And we're going to flip the switch. We, we really are, Scott. That's because it's going to warm up on, it's going to, on Thursday, right? Boom. Somebody's going to yeah. flip a switch. Well, ne- next, Wednesday. They said next Wednesday it's supposed to be in the mid-50s and then into the 60s for the weekend. So yep. And, yep. and and not a any chances of precipitation we're going to flip a switch and it's going to be 70 degrees boom take it to the bank we'll love see it. love it hopefully I hope so so uh fremont speedway is also that's a community night on saturday the 14th where uh, first responders get in free local uh, our law enforcement officers fire department emts uh, and they're going to be running 410s 305s and uh, dirt trucks and the 602 crate late models that's uh fremont Toledo, same day. Actually, that's in the afternoon. They're having the Comedic Gasket 200, the ARCA CRA Super Late Models, and ARCA Late Model Gold Cup Series, each running 100 lap features. Uh, and then looking ahead to the 20th, that's Lima Land's season opener, the season opening shootout where uh, Denny's going to be mm-hmm. making yep. your Warrior Racing debut. Yes, I am. That's uh, the as well as uh, NRA sprints and thunderstocks yes. in addition to the modifieds mm-hmm. Friday nights. And speaking of which, uh, next week we're going to have uh, Jerry Keezer on. Uh, oh, Jerry's great guy, great guy. <laughs> Announcer funny, down funny at Lima Land, yes. and he runs a yep. truck at uh, Waynesfield. Yes, he does. Yeah, we had, we had him uh, in on the uh, Racing World Show a couple times. Yeah, yeah. very. Uh, good. He was. Yeah, uh, oh yeah, he yeah, was yeah, there when there. I was yep. there. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's coming. It's coming. Don't worry about it. We're not under caution yet. <laughs> not yet. Is it, we're, we're not up against uh, the curfew uh, uh, just yet. Mandatory caution yeah. or something like that. Uh, Waynesfield, uh, their opener. Speaking of which, you're going to run that one too. Saturday yes. the mm-hmm. uh, 21st. Sure are. Non-wing sprints, mini sprints, tough trucks, compacts. Wait, oh, no. yeah, yeah. We're not running that now. No, that's right. We Those don't are... run until May 6th as May far 6th. as okay. the, the modifieds. Gotcha. Oak Shades, Bill Reckner Memorial, their season opener Saturday, April 28th. Uh, they got the UMP Sportsman Bombers and Compacts, Flat Rock Speedway, same night. It's uh, Jets Pizza opening night featuring the late models, figure eights, street stocks. And I had this, uh, I've left this off in recent weeks, Sandusky Speedway. They're having the, the Dick Edensign uh, season opener uh, also Saturday, April 28th, modified street stocks and renegade stocks. Sandusky has been announcing uh, a lot of updates to the facility, so... Yeah, gonna they, be. They keep doing uh, Facebook lives, driving around the track. I see that, and I think they got a cleanup day. I saw right coming right. up. It's going to be very interesting. See how the season goes for them. Oh, there it is. Yep. Oh, there, there it is. It is. Here we go the, again, the right boys and girls. <laughs> it is time for the record report under caution with Perry Cox, and he's getting a little upset that uh, Mother Nature has been canceling things. Crazy. Oh no. <laughs> Welcome to the Wrecker Report, under caution. And now, deep thoughts with the Wrecker Guy. Sooner or later, everybody gets accused of it. Dirty driving. You don't want to start off going to jail today. No, I don't. Okay, just, just keep... A bunch of a- called me dirty driver, and I didn't yeah. dirty drive nobody. They're just, they're just pissed yeah. off because their car... Look at my car. My car's creamed, and I don't give a shit. It's racing. Okay. 
You will reap what you sow. Do unto others as you would have done unto you. And now, stupid jokes. I have an EpiPen. My friend gave it to me when he was dying. It seemed very important to him that I have it. That's terrible. I bought my friend an elephant for his room. He said thanks. I said don't mention it. What's the difference between in-laws and outlaws? Outlaws are actually wanted. Why well, you're gonna pull those pistols and whistle Dixie. My wife told me I had to stop acting like a flamingo. So I had to put my foot down. One of these days. Well, that's all I have for this week's report, ladies and gentlemen. If Mother Nature will actually calm down and let us get some racing in, I might have something to talk about other than these stupid jokes. Remember, there's only two kinds of race engines. Ones that are blown up and ones that are going to blow up. It's probably time to change your oil. There you have it. Scott, who writes that stuff? He does. Oh, my Perry. gosh. <laughs> I don't provide that to him. I get an email every week oh to my, my email, gosh. and I just put it in the system. I'm like, all right. Holy cow. I, I'm still trying to figure out the elephant one, though. I mean, I get an elephant in the room, but I don't yeah. get anything. It's like the one joke that I know. <laughs> Two pigs are in a bathtub taking a bath. One pig says to the other pig, hey, will you pass me the typewriter? That's it. Whoa. There you have it. Next yeah. week on the show, uh, we'll have Jerry Kieser from Lima Land and uh, race her down at uh, Waynesfield. I guess we're not under caution anymore. We're going back to green. Um, same time, 7 o'clock. Uh, yeah, we'll be in the Ron Miller Stu- Race Car Studio, Studio B. B. Yep. Studio so, B. A little bit uh, different uh, surroundings, but the same great content, of course. Oh, most definitely. Uh, you make sure to listen to us on iHeartRadio as well. You can catch uh, the rebroadcast on our Facebook page, Hammerdown, or Facebook.com slash Hammerdown Racing Report. If you want to be a sponsor of the show, like the uh, immortal Ron Miller race cars. I'm telling you, it works, Scott. <laughs> we have been slammed. We have a targeted audience. <laughs> our audience is pretty targeted. So if you're anything automotive or involved in racing... We we have a we lot can of our audience, audience. Let's see. A lot of our audience eats. So oh. if you have a restaurant, Wait, they do? yeah. If you have a restaurant, uh, what a wonderful. We can work place. out a trade deal if it's a restaurant I like. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, as long as it's a place that serves alcohol. Well, okay. Yeah, you know. All right. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I, I, can, uh, I can think of hundreds of businesses that would benefit from sponsoring our program. Mm-hmm. And uh, you want to get on board before uh, someone else does because we have limited sponsorship uh, availability. Yeah, we're not going to clutter yeah, the airwaves so. with, with, with. We're not going to pollute this show with stupid jokes and. <laughs> like about and, elephants. And bad production. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're not going to stoop to that level, but. Uh, really questionable writers, yeah. too. <laughs> if you're interested in becoming yeah. a sponsor, make sure to uh, give me a call, shoot me an email, Scott Hammer at iHeartMedia. Or send us a message on our Facebook page. Uh, just somehow get in. We have many ways to get in touch with us. Call Ron Miller Race Cars at 
Ron Miller. I got to flip that over. 734-856-7223. That's 856 race. Yes. You should have you should have that memory. I got too many numbers going in my head, but uh yeah. Safety equipment, uh car parts, tech, anything. Tech support. Yep, absolutely. I called I I called you a lot so yeah. get get with ron and get that next support system I'm you, telling you, you have to have it so yeah as i mentioned uh, next week uh, jerry keezer will join us and uh two weeks from uh now charlie orns photographer at many many racetracks he's all over the place i'm sure he's got a lot of stories he oh, can buddy. share with us <laughs> he started out uh as a crew member for us did he really yeah i did not know that yep he's that old he's oh, that God. old <laughs> Oh, yeah. So that'll be two weeks from now. Yeah, uh, I won't be around. So. Charlie. Honestly. I, we've, we've got a picture of him holding one of our, I think it was my daughter, Chrissy, at a race. Wow. All right. Long time. No, no, I'm sorry. It was Stephanie. Granddaughter. Granddaughter <laughs> Stephanie. Yep. But, uh, yeah. All right. That's it for this edition of the Hammerdown Racing Report. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks, Denny Morlock, for coming in. Oh, had, had a ball. See you next week. Goodbye. You have been listening to the Hammered Down Racing Report from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio. Listen on demand on iHeartRadio. Hi, listeners. We wanted to take a moment to tell you about another podcast from Evergreen Podcasts and Sound Talent Media called Pit Lane Parlay. Pit Lane Parlay is the go-to podcast for IndyCar and motorsports-related news. Each episode, we discuss things like our favorite drivers, news clips from the last week, and generally giving each other a hard time about predictions we've made in the past and or life stories that have come up recently. We really have a lot of fun with it and really enjoy each other's company, and we hope you can come join us too. Join Pit Lane Parlay by following us on your favorite podcast today.